Welcome to the Grandy Shores Podcast. I am Hunter. I'm here with my co-host, Tyre Being. What's up? Together we make up Grandy Shores, so let's just jump straight into the main topic. Today we're going to be going over uh, space and extraterrestrial life. Now, me personally, I believe in aliens, and, you know, it's kind of hard not to, especially with space being as vast as it is, you know what I mean? I, uh, I've had a couple of my own personal run-ins with it. I don't know about yourself, but I know that I've seen some things and encountered some things that I'll get into in the in this podcast today that it definitely make me question some things. Word. <laughs> Just munching over there. Yeah, open some more tea. Nice, some space tea. Yeah, space tea. Space tea. All right, so I, I also have a list of uh, facts here that uh, we can kind of go go over if we kind of run into a, a bump. Uh, I, I want to start with the first one just because I find it kind of crazy. Uh, the fact that space is completely silent. Being that there's no atmosphere in space, it means that there's no way for sound to travel. And I find that absolutely insane um you know because i was reading through these and i saw that i was like and i i knew that you know nobody can hear you scream in space is like the the saying or whatever but i just find it insane that not even like an explosion would cause a sound in space well so it does it just doesn't like it travels like it doesn't travel you know what i mean like it makes the sound like if you're to scream in space you make sound it just can't travel that's why we can send radio waves through space but you can't like yell and have it travel through space you know what i mean yeah that's crazy yeah yeah space is space is something else you know it's it's such a a wide thing to talk about and it's pretty interesting too because like there's so many people that study it and it kind of makes you wonder like why are we studying space when we haven't even like studied our own all of our own oceans you know yeah, we still have so much of this planet that's unexplored, but I mean, I'd be the same way. I'd want to explore like more than just our planet. Like, yeah, like learning about our planet's cool, but like, I want to know what else is out there. You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like we got to figure a lot to figure out down on Earth before we can start getting into that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. So, to share with you, uh, my very first uh, experience with what I deem to be extraterrestrial life. Now, I didn't see any UFOs or anything flying like that. Um, it was about 12 years ago. We were going to South, is it South Dakota? Or North, whichever one has Mount Rushmore. I think it's North Dakota. I think we went to them both, but I think we went to North Dakota first. But it was about, I don't know, about 10, 11 o'clock at night. So, it's pitch black. There's no other cars on the road on this interstate. And we're going, you know, we're going, we're going, and we pass a uh, baseball field on the right, and we're all kind of like, we're in the middle of nowhere, you know, we're all kind of like, what the hell? Like, why is there just a baseball field sitting here, you know what I mean? You know, the lights were on, there was cars there, but there was nobody, like, walking around or anything. Like, It was just kind of an odd thing. Um, and then we hit this dead end on this interstate, mm-hmm. and we were all just kind of bamboozled. We were like, what just happened, you know? And so we flip a UE at that dead end, and uh, we start coming back down that road, um, down the same road we were on, because like we were very confused because the interstate, you know, there's not two lanes but two roads. One goes one way, one goes the other, and we had to flip a U-turn on this road because there was no other way to go. And so we're going back the way that we were 
going, if that makes any sense. Um, and the baseball field's gone. And across the street from the baseball field is a bar. Now, it's the same same thing. It's a bar. It's all lit up. There's cars there. It literally just says bar on it in big, bright pink letters. And uh, But there was no people. And we were just kind of, like, extremely confused because we are like, what? what just happened? You know, the baseball field just disappeared. Everyone saw it. I could call my mom right now and she would tell you the exact same story. Um, it, it was just kind of a nuts thing. You know, we're like going on this road and we finally hit the interstate and it's as if we were to have turned off and gone down this like Narnia road, you know, mm-hmm. it was very odd. That was strange. Um, I don't think I really had like, any crazy stories like that or anything? Uh, you're lame. Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze, so I had to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I haven't had anything, like, too crazy happen. I mean, like, there's always, like, odd, unexplained things that happen, but, like, nothing that I can recall right now, unfortunately. That That's just kind of the start of my, uh, wormhole that I got going here. Um, so I'll kind of go into it a little bit more since you don't really have a whole lot. So, uh, I've been not, not lately. I don't know what happened, but lately I haven't had it, but up until I was about, I don't know, 17, 18 ish. I think I've told you about this, but I've had reoccurring dreams. Um, in the dream, it doesn't matter where I am. If I'm at a hotel, if I'm at my house, whatever. And I remember them vividly. I wake up and I just walk over to whatever the closest window, the screen door, whatever the closest thing that I can see outside is. And uh, I go up to the whatever that is. Normally it's a window. Sometimes, like I said, one time it was a screen door. And uh, it's just this bright light shining in at me. And then all I see is five fingers hit the like the window or the whatever I'm looking at. You know, I see the five fingers hit. I put my hand up to it and then I wake up. And I don't know, I don't know if that's like, I don't know. It was the same thing. It didn't matter where I was sleeping. It would be for, well, I just got a Windows notification. It would be for wherever I was. It would be the closest thing to me that I could see out of. And it was just kind of strange up until I was about 17, 18. And then it just kind of all of a sudden stopped. Yeah, it was weird. I, uh, I had one dream about like extraterrestrial life. And, uh, it was really weird. It was, like, I was where I would hang out and, like, uh, let me see if I can explain this. Where I would play as a kid with my cousin. And it was, like, that road. And in the sky, like, floating just above the tree line was this weird, like, deformed oval weird shape. And it was, like, pixelized, but not, like... Like, it was painted. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't pixelized, but it was painted. And it was... Uh, how can I explain this? It's like... It's like different colors. It's like pink and black and orange and red. Like, as like rings around it as it goes in towards the middle of it. Completely flat. And it would just, like, fly over. And it, like, it didn't do anything. Like, it was like... It's kind of like a movie plot. Like, it would literally just be there. No clue why. We didn't get bothered by anything. It was just there. It was really weird, but... I never, like... Yeah, slept that's kind of odd. 
Yeah, I never slept through the dream or anything enough to, like, find out what it was, so, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of odd. I, dreams are kind of weird, too, but that's a topic we'll get into later. Right. Um, not later this podcast, but you know what I mean. Eventually. Uh, I want to bring up... Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to bring up... Do you know how much a NASA space suit costs? I do not. So I, I looked it up here because I was getting some facts for this podcast. Because you know, before this, I really didn't know a whole lot about space. Um, the entire suit costs twelve million dollars. You are lying. You have to say no, that again. The entire suit, twelve million dollars. That's twelve with six zeros behind it. Now, now let me seventy percent of the cost for the suit is for the backpack and control million dollars we went over that but 70 percent of the cost for this okay all right there you start it back up yeah all right sweet so anyways um technical difficulty <laughs> uh it was so this the suit itself the entire nasa spacesuit cost 12 million dollars 70 percent of that cost is for the backpack and control module Let that sink in. 70% is for a backpack and control module. That is crazy. But, but, the thing is, that's the suits that we're using right now. They were built in 1974. So if they rebuild the suits in today's pricing, they would cost about $150 million. That's, that's actually insane. There's no reason for it to cost that much. It's, that's, yeah, that's so much money. I wonder how much, like, our tax money is going to that. Probably a lot. <laughs> Sometimes my internet just decides to die. That's fair. Yeah, just chop it up and, uh, it's crop our, it's it and whatnot. You know what you're doing. It's already going. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, so the Nessus that we're using right now were built in 1974. Now, if we rebuild them today, with today's pricing, it'd be an estimated $150 million. Now, as we were saying, you know, that's obviously a lot of money. Um, I feel like a lot of our tax money is going to that, but I'm not going to get into that either. Yeah, that's a whole different podcast topic. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if we want to do that. They might get rid of us for that one. Yeah. Like, why would you challenge the government? This is socialism. Um... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, so move on. Um, the sun's mass. Do you, do you understand the how big the sun is? Like when you, obviously you can't look at the sun, but do you understand how big it is? Yeah. But it's I, it's I like mean, in our solar system. I only know that because like my father is like super into astronomy and stuff like that. Like, Astrology. Whatever it is. What did I say? Astronomy? <laughs> yeah, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's uh, really, yeah. really big into, like, astrology and, like, space in general and all that stuff, so. I, uh. Yeah. I know a lot. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's good, because I don't. Uh, the sun takes up 99.86% of our solar system. That's insane. That's what, like it, it takes up like all of our solar system. 
I mean... It's got helium in it? So, I, I'm going to explain that to you because I think you're misunderstanding. So, the mass, it's not like... <clears throat> what that's referencing is not the area it takes. It's like... Oh, it's just a mass. It's Yeah, like... I don't know how to explain That's it. still big, though. It I is, mean, that's still a lot. It is a lot, but yeah, it's not like... 330,000 times Earth's mass. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, look at Earth. How long does it take you to get from one side to the other? Well, look, let me... Hold on now. Let me just move on, because this one... Now I'm seeing a little contradiction here, because the sun's mass is around 330,000 times that of Earth. However, our next topic says approximately 1.3 million Earths could fit inside of it. Yeah, mass is different than size. That's the thing that you're misunderstanding. So when they talk about mass, how it takes 99.86% of the mass, it's not the room it takes. It's just the mass, like how should be like density and stuff like that. It's like all of those calculations, and it's the size is what you're looking for, and that's the next topic. Did you know that there are more trees on Earth than there are stars in the Milky Way? That's actually kind of wild to think about. Yeah, there's three. Tr- Brilliant trees, like roughly, obviously they can't just go around and count every single one of them, but roughly three trillion trees on Earth and 100 to 400 billion stars in the galaxy. Now, that's just the Milky Way, obviously not in the universe, but... Do you want to know something wild? That's... What? So, two things. So, number one, when I first read that, I thought it said... Wait, let me go back. So I thought it said there's more trees on Earth than stars in the universe. And I was like, that's wrong. And then I realized it said the Milky Way. Um, but so do you know that if you look through like a really heavy, like, like um, the really big telescopes they use and stuff like that, if you look like super far out, you're actually looking into the past. So like... I did. If you're looking... So... 50,000 light years away that already happened 50,000 years ago right and light, and that's what I was right I was looking um what was I looking at I was looking at something but anyways they were talking about how if you had a good enough micro or telescope you could literally time travel with it and that, I just thought that that was insane because of the way that like light and time moves mm-hmm that's just insane. So I do, but uh, I do believe if you have a good enough telescope that we don't have, I believe that you can see far back enough to see the Big Bang happen. Probably. I do believe. I mean, that would make sense. I believe that's correct. I would have to fact check myself, but I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, so I wanted to kind of bring up because you were saying you read it as more trees on Earth than in the galaxy. There is more stars in the Earth than in the universe, not in the galaxy. Uh, there is more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on Earth. Um, uh, kind of different than trees, but uh, yeah, there's 
one septillion stars, roughly, in the universe, and about, I don't know, about 500 quadrillion grains of sand on Earth. I don't know about you, but I see a little bit of a difference there. Um, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's kind of kind of crazy. It makes sense because like, the universe is way bigger than Earth, but the fact that we can even be compared to it like what about mars because isn't mars just basically co- covered in sand uh i mean it's not like it's more rock than sand but yeah pretty much huh i don't know i don't know a whole lot about astrology i do know though did you know that the sunset on mars is blue i didn't know that but yeah that i guess that can make sense that's what that's what uh NASA was saying anyways. They were they were saying that uh sunsets on Mars would appear kind of bluish to us, I guess, watching from the red planet. Um just because of the fine dust that I guess is kinda I don't know, but like pushed up into the sky, I guess. Is it's kinda oh, kinda wait. nuts. But yeah, it, it would look blue. For so wait. For them. Wait, wait, so for us, it would look blue? Yep. Looking at the, at Mars. Us, no. us looking at Mars, or being on Mars. See, now, from what I see, it's watching from the red planet, meaning yeah, on Mars. On Mars, yep. Okay. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's so, the light somehow, either some, th- some type of ions in... Well, it says right here, it says, well, yeah, it says a fine dust makes the blue near the sun's part of the sky much more visible, while normal daylight brings the red planet's familiar rusty dust color. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. That's just what NASA said, and they they seem to know a little thing or two about space, so. Yeah, you would think. (laughs) I I would sure hope so, man. I would... (laughs) That'd be kind of disappointing if they didn't. Yeah. Speaking of planets, did you know there's a planet made of diamonds? I did. Did you know that there's actually a meteor that flew by us that was made of, I want to say it was made of pure gold, and it would give us every single human on Earth, I think it's $12 billion or $12.9 billion. We're gonna fact check. Yeah, we're going to fact check that real quick. I think it's 12. 12 billion, I think. Huh. Oh, wow. Should have hit us. So there's a... It says a planet, but it, it shows a picture of an asteroid. Uh, it's called 16 Psyche, or Psyche, I don't know. Um, and it's 700 quintillion gold. That's the USD worth. Hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot. How much is gold worth right now, though? Oh snap! My bad, my bad. No, what? It Google? Do you have to type so loud? Jesus. Honestly, it's my keyboard. It's not even me slamming on my keyboard. I know. <laughs> well, fun fact to kind of break the air here. Um, 
Space is negative 454 degrees Fahrenheit. For those of you listening, for Celsius, it's negative 207 degrees, 270 degrees Celsius. Uh, so gold is 1600 USD per ounce. Huh. Also, silver, silver is mad cheap. Why is, why is there fake silver if it's so cheap? Because fake silver is cheaper. Well, yeah, but it's... For an ounce of silver, it's $18. Dang. A troy ounce. Sorry, I don't know what the difference is. Oh, that's like... The Do you know why space is black? Because there's no light. Pretty much. Um, it's basically just because space is, like... A vacuum, so mm -hmm. there's really no particles or anything. So there's nothing in the space between stars and and planets, and with no light reaching those things to hit our eyes, basically, it's just black. Did you know that our universe is a Dyson vacuum, not sponsored? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I was actually looking at buying a Dyson vacuum. Hopefully we can get some people on the Patreon. <laughs> gotta get one of those. <laughs> Y'all gotta support me so I can get a vacuum. Oh my god. One to approximately 1.09714. I don't know how did to you say that word. Ounces. Lumens. Nope. Did you know... <laughs> did you know that space smells like burning metal? So I've heard that it actually smells like burning steak from, like, an astronaut. And I think it was say, a complex interview. I was going to say, because I, I, when we interviewed an astronaut, I think it was Kelly. Astronaut Kelly. I don't know. But her full he name. said that it was... Full legal huh? name. Astronaut Kelly, full legal name. <laughs> yeah. Fully as Kelly. Kelly the astronaut. Um... But no, uh, he was saying it smelled like walnuts. I was like, I don't even know what walnuts smell like, but okay. Um, Imagine he said, uh, what is it, almonds? Sour almonds? It's, it's, Almond joys? No, 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 it, it might not be almonds. It might be cashews. It's whatever you smell when you're having a stroke. Dang. Okay, oh, when you're having a stroke? Yeah, smell when having a stroke. Lotion? No, it's, uh... Different type of stroke? Um, did you know an astronaut's salary ranges from one hundred and four dollars to $161,000 a year? Can you imagine doing literally anything else and making more than that? Can you imagine sending a monkey into space? And not paying him $100,000? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I'm pretty sure they die. I'm not gonna lie to you. <clears throat> Did you know that the Russians sent a dog to space? I actually, I've heard about that. I don't know the name of the dog, but I, I do know. Like a dog. The names. The dog's name was Dog Like a. Legal name. Dog, it was Dog Like. Yep. Astronaut Dog. Legal like. name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> dog like or not. Um. It was aboard the Soviet spacecraft Sputnik 2 on 
November 3rd, 1957. Laika is indeed a female and was born in the Soviet Union in Moscow. Wild. Yeah. Do you know the official name for our moon? For our moon? Yeah. It's moon. It's not moon. That's so. what I call it. <laughs> our moon is general term. It's actually called Earth. No, I'm kidding. It's called... Our moon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's called Luna. Luna. Luna the moon. That's why so many... Yeah. Yep. Huh. That's a cool now name. I'm looking at dog facts. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> you dogs? Well, look, bro, this person... No, this person was like, can I name my dog Laika? I mean, who's going to stop you? Yeah, why would you even ask on Google? What is it like illegal? Oh, like us buried at a pet cemetery uh, in Oklahoma. Why is this unlocked? Sorry, I'm looking why? at the Patreon, and for some reason it's unlocked. Oh, maybe it's because I'm the owner. Never mind. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know, space. but for some reason the dog that Russians sent is buried in Oklahoma. Out of all places. Oh, wait. Wait. Maybe that's where World War One is. Oh, it's a tribute to to the dog in Oklahoma. They're not... She's not buried there. Oh, so they're just faking it for clout. Yeah. Makes sense. Sounds like Oklahoma, honestly. Yeah. Did you know... Tornadoes aren't enough for them. They need more. Yeah. It's snakes. <laughs> um... Depending where you are in space, it'll take you 12 to 26 hours to freeze to death. Interesting. If you are close to a store, uh, not a store, you, there's probably no stores in <laughs> space. If you're close to a star, you will be instantly burned to death. Yeah, that makes sense. Um... It is believed that Leica survived for only two days instead of... The plan 10 because of the heat the orbit okay we're not gonna get into that that's okay you don't want to talk about like did not make it <laughs> you don't want fresh hot dogs no that hot dog was <laughs> not fresh overcooked <laughs> yeah that was an overcooked hot dog what happens if you take your helmet off in space? Contrary to popular science fiction, you won't freeze instantly and your eyeballs won't explode, but you will become aware of the spit on your tongue boiling away as well as your sweat. On the whole, you'll experience a kind of fizzy feeling, almost like drinking a carbonated drink. Hashtag Coca-Cola, not sponsored. Definitely not sponsored. Yeah, Pepsi's better. Um, Facts, but also not sponsored. Not Pepsi itself, but yeah. like... Mountain Dew. Pepsi products. Yeah, but Pepsi again, products. But again, still not sponsored. You can sponsor us, though. We would take it. Yeah, I mean, I'd, shh, I need a Dyson. <laughs> also not sponsored. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Um, oh, wait a minute. You can have Wi-Fi in space. I suppose that would make sense because we have videos called uh, Astronaut Kelly. Can you watch TV in space? Can you use your phone in space? Well, no. That's cow. You definitely can fly 
and use your phone. Let's see. Inside the International Space Station, a shuttle where it's not subject to the harness of space, it would not have a problem, and indeed, astronauts are known to take phones with them. A smartphone can fare pretty well as part of a satellite, Strand 1, and PhoneSat or anything to go by. Not sponsored if those are, um, I don't even know what those are, but basically you can. Huh, these guys watch Game of Thrones in space. That's odd. So, that's, go ahead. Uh, there's this thing, one of them is called a Pulsar and one's called a Quasar. I don't know if you know what they are. There's also apparently a Blazar, but I have no clue what that is. Um, but I'll find out eventually. Uh, but so, it's all, all, so this pulsar is largely viewed as a dying star, even though apparently it's not. Um, but pretty much it's like this weird magnetic field, and it shoots tons of particles and radiation. Uh, by their two magnetic poles, like south and north and it spins really fast and it's actually really cool i have to send you a video but it like um it's super high magnetized and it would just the the rays that it has if it like looked not looked but like if it was close enough to reach our planet it would absolutely disintegrate us it's 1.5 million degrees celsius uh yeah not good. And I'm assuming that that's probably spicy in Fahrenheit. Huh. Yeah, probably. Uh, that is... I was looking, I was reading this, because I'm looking at this here, and it says, uh, let's see, Galici 581C Let's see. That's it's looking like they're wanting to colonize this planet. Um, I'm trying to get some information on it here, but there's none. But it looks like it's just extremely hot at all times. Uh, I forget the name of all the right. planet. Planet most like Earth. It's like something something A. Kepler, but it doesn't have enough water. Oh, wait. Kepler 186F. It looks a lot like Earth. It just. Actually, the picture they have of it has a hurricane on it already. Hold on, what is it? <clears throat> Kepler. Uh, 186F. Okay. It's like the most, like. It's Earth-like. Oh, much. who's this? Someone's selling their house in Florida. I hope you uh, sell that on Kempler Avenue. Um, <laughs> it does. It looks just like Earth, huh? That's crazy. We um, should uh, take over in Thanos Mall. I want to say, I don't think it's that one, but one of them, it's like only four light years away, four, four light years away, something like that. 
Um, and like it's so we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to like if we left now we would not be alive unless we cryofroze ourselves and figured out somehow to thaw ourselves and be alive because if we were to do that we would turn into mush when we unthaw huh but I'm gonna go to space but it's crazy because it's 1.6 times the size of Earth. Um, it has 385 days a year, and the sun is 10% larger than our sun. Huh. That's it's, crazy. It's in the habitable zone, so it's it's able to have life. But So what I don't understand is, like, how how come we're sending these things to... like animals into the space when we could just send like rovers and shit like i understand we've sent some but how come we're not just like sending them to all these planets uh, a couple of reasons just because it takes a long time or what well so that's not really the issue the issue is getting there because yes it takes a long time but that that's not the hard part it's the gas a lot of it can be mm. just cruise control because there's no resistance in space so you're able to just go, and then you can just let it go. But the problem is landing, uh, getting the rover out, getting the rover onto the land, um, and the money it costs to make the rover, because it's got to cost money to build. Yeah. I'm sure you've um, heard of it before, but um, I don't know, but I'm going to ask now. Um have you heard of the Roswell incident? It sounds... Out of Ros Roswell, New Mexico? It sounds familiar, but I don't know. It's, it's, it happened, like, a really long time ago. Um, in 1947, they recovered basically a flying saucer that crashed in uh, Roswell, New Mexico. And, uh, let's see. Conspiracy theories, decades later, claiming that debris had extraordinary properties involved a flying saucer and that the truth had been covered up by the United States government. July 8th, 1947, the Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc. Army, Army quickly retracted the statement and said instead the crashed object was conventional weather balloon. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. The weather balloon. Well, in 19... Yeah, in 1994, the Air Force published a report identifying the crashed object as a nuclear test surveillance balloon. Interesting. So, first of all, uh, for those of you um, government officials that decide to listen in, cover shit up a little better, because um, it's kind of obvious. But uh, if you really take a look at it, the first thing that the Army Airfield said was that it was a flying saucer. Or, my bad, my bad, in quotes, flying disc. Let's see if I can read any of this. Oh, that's really black and... Oh, I can't read that. Um, no details of flying disc are revealed. RAF, uh, the Roswell Army Air Force, I don't know, captures flying saucer on a ranch in Roswell region. Uh, they had a whole movie come out about this. I don't know if you ever watched that. 
I mean, I might have. Uh, my father watches How the Universe Works a lot, so I just know a bunch of stuff from that that I've collected over time. Oh, I guess it was. I guess it was a TV show. It's called Roswell, New Mexico. Um, it's it's not really about this, but it's kind of about this. It's it's kind of an odd way to put it. Um, it's on something probably i don't know what it's on actually netflix i guess um but yeah it centers in a town where aliens with unearthly abilities live undercover among humans and then they decide to kill everybody so that's that's good but um yeah so the roswell incident is a real thing Interesting. interesting. and now they have a whole ass tv show about it as if they're like hey let's cover this up with media yeah that tends to be well, and, something that happens. Yeah. Well, like, I know that... Like, I have a prime example. So you know how you always hear that Disney, like, Walt Disney froze himself? Yeah. There's a movie called Disney's Frozen. So you look up Walt Disney Frozen, what's the first thing that pops up? The Frozen movie? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's smart. I'm not going to lie. Like, that is big brain to do, but... Right. Well, listen, so... What I also noticed, because not too long ago, um, the Pentagon... I think it was the Pentagon. I don't know. I know they were doing a UFO study. Um, I have this uh, a very commonly posted picture. Uh, it's just a very blurry picture that the uh, Navy base took in uh, 2015. But uh, let's see, it's stated here. It says, uh, in 2015, a U.S. Navy aviator took what is known as a gimbal photo of a UFO. Last year, a federal report said it couldn't explain the image, but others have concluded it was a camera lens artifact. But anyways, I know they were getting ready to do, and I can't find anything on it now, obviously, because, you know, now it's not going to happen because government. Um, But... They were supposed to do like a whole thing when uh, Trump was in the office about the UFOs, and they were supposed to release all their information that they have about extraterrestrial life and things like that. They did. Um, twenty twenty. They did. They did. Yeah. They released, okay. They released a file of like two hundred pictures, something like that, and it's all like. So they had this spacecraft that they made. I say spacecraft because it looks like a stupid jet. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I would have to find the pictures and show it to you. But they, like, everyone, so they they released this info and everyone was on social media, like, they just, the government just confirmed aliens and no one's paying attention. Except all the pictures were, like, so a UFO is an unidentified flying object. It's not Mm -hmm. extraterrestrial life, guaranteed. So they, they were flying this aircraft. And they crashed it. They didn't know what it crashed. They just knew it was crashed. So they were like, oh, you know, a UFO, an unidentified flying object crashed. So they took pictures of it. And you can tell by, like, the tail of the spacecraft that it's the same thing that they launched, like, flew. Mm-hmm. And it ended up crashing because something must have been wrong with it. But, yeah, it's just a bunch of, like, bullshit pictures. Because it's not actual well, extraterrestrial life. It's just aircraft, you know? Right. 
Uh, did you ever watch the interview with Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar? I did not. So, do you know who Bob Lazar is? Do you know any of his? Uh, no. I have no clue, actually. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll fill you in here. So, he's now what they call a conspiracy theorist. Um, however, he's probably the one of the most trustworthy ones. He worked at Area 51. Um, let's see. He was hired in the late 1980s to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology. This work occurred at a secret site called S4, and subsidiary uh, installation allegedly located several kilometers south of Area 51. Um, so he reports that basically he had examined alien craft, um, the U.S. government briefing documents that described involvement with aliens and human over the past like 10,000 years. Um, he claims to have brought additional public attention to, or no, his his claims have brought additional public attention to Area 51 and field conspiracies, but he has basically turned into a ghost. And so they wiped his like, social security number, all of his background, the government completely wiped him off the face of the earth. So if you ever get a chance, go watch that with Joe Rogan that he did, but it was kind of crazy, bro, the way he was talking about everything and what he, like, was working on and stuff. Actually, I might, I think I might know who you're talking about. I've only heard a story about him. Was he the one that saved the technology and then they went to his, like, wherever he lived or wherever and they took it from him? Because he saved some technology he wasn't supposed to have. Yeah, the gravity amplifiers? Something like that, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I was uh, looking through here. Let's see. He claimed... Okay, I'm just going to read this. This is straight off of Wikipedia, so take it however you will. Um, Lazar claimed that the propulsion of the studied vehicle ran on antimatter reactor and was fueled by a chemical element with atomic number 115, which at the time was provisionally named Unipentium and had not been artificially created. Um, it was first synthesized in 2003. Let's see. Named the propulsion system Stable Isotope of E-115. Da, 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 da. Allegedly generates a gravity wave that will allow a vehicle to fly and evade visual detection by bending light around it. But I wanted to... I don't see anything on here about it. You probably won't because it's, it's covered up. But um, let's see. Yeah, the reactor was positioned at the center of the upper level with an antenna, a ten, antenna extending to the top, surrounded by three gravity amplifiers. These connected to gravity emitters on the lower level, which can rotate 180 degrees to output a gravity beam or anti-gravity wave, and the craft would then travel belly first into this distortion field. He has claimed that during his joining the program, he read briefing documents describing historical involvement of Earth and aliens. We kind of went over that. Being dis with extraterrestrials being described as great aliens from planet orbiting the twin binary star system Zeta Reticula. As of September 2019, no extra solar planets have been found in the system. In 1989, Lazar said the seats of the saucer he saw were approximately child size and that he had seen alien cavities of a corresponding size. Oh man, there's so much here that I 
did not expect to be here. Um, he said that while walking down hallway at S4, he briefly glanced through a door window and saw what he interpreted as two men in lab coats facing down, talking to something with small, something small with long arms. Three decades later, he said he did not think he saw an alien, but speculated that he saw a doll used as reference for the size of the alleged aliens and that a nickname used for them was the kids. Interesting. That's also okay, really here we go. strange. <clears throat> yeah, I agree, um, but here we go. In 2017, his workplace was raided by the FBI and local police which Lazar theorizes was to recover element 115, the substance he says he took from the government lab. Records obtained through a freedom of information request show the raid was part of a murder investigation to determine whether the company sold thallium to murder suspect in Michigan. Huh. Telling me they found element 115, 115 from Call of Duty Zombies. It's been real this whole time. Yep. That's wild. Unon Pentium. From Call of Duty Zombies, what are you talking about? You've never heard of that. Element 115? No? Is that, what is that? It's like, I want to say it's what can, makes the zombies zombies. It might be, it has something to do with the, uh, uh what's it called? It's the blue... Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so Element 115 was used to create the zombies as one of its side effects was a reanimation of dead cells. Zombies were to be used as super soldiers by the Germans after creating them. The Germans realized they were uncontrollable and would lead to mankind's destruction. So, are we saying that a homie found zombie stuff? <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't actually. Think is that so. what we're? Is that what we're speculating here? So element one one five. Um, it's called muscovium. It's a synthetic element with the symbol MC on top of num an atomic number one one five. It's first th synthesized in two thousand three by a joint team of Russian and American scientists. Nuclear research in Dubna. Russia. In December of 2015, it was recognized as one of four new elements, joining all of the rest of the elements. So for those of you that are science nerds, there's that for you. Um, Actually, that's a really... I don't see... That's a wild melting point. 750 degrees Fahrenheit. That's surprising. Jeez, that's, uh, yeah. It's boiling well, point is 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, look, if, okay, you were saying it uh, was synthesized in 2003 by a team of Russian-American scientists. Russian and American, yeah. In a research, in a nuclear research institute. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, sorry, um, in, in 1989 is when he found it. Interesting. So they found it in 1989, took it to Russia, and had it synthesized in 2003. When did zombies come out? 
2009 was Black Ops 1, so probably 2006. Call of Duty Zombies came out in 2009. So 2009. So so let's see here. So let's do some math, okay? 1989, 1990, 11. So 14 years. It took them to synthesize it. No, that's that's wrong. It's. Two thousand and three. This two thousand three for zombies? Uh oh yeah, no, I don't know. Zombies. It's two thousand nine for zombies, but anyways, so it took him fourteen years to synthesize it, another six years to get it into a video game, but the video game says it's about two thousand eight Germans. It was Cold War. Two thousand eight, okay. So two thousand eight. So it took him two thousand fourteen years and then another five years to put it in a zombies game in 2008 but it says after creating the zombies with or by the germans the germans created them i don't know much about that side but i do know that america has beef with germany <laughs> uh, i mean so listen you know there was this dude Lazar, yeah he's he was a He's a great guy. Um, so Lazar took Lazar Lazar took Element 115. However, and that was in 2017 that they rated him. Was okay. So when did he? Okay. So hold on. Lazar. Da, 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 da. He has been affected by criminal activity. He was convicted in 1990 for involvement in. In a prostitution ring, um, and then he was convicted in 2006 for selling illegal chemicals. So wait, liquid divinium is element 115, which is Moscovium. Huh. It's confirmed that it is on the Call of Duty wiki on that zombies. it's the same thing. I don't know if they picked it because it was. It I don't was, know because it's like. It was from. I don't know. They did it in Germany? We will leave that up to the viewers to decide, but I would like to talk about um, how he got arrested in 2006 for selling illegal chemicals. What are the chemicals he was selling? I can't find that. However... Was he really selling chemicals, though? In 2006, Lazar and his wife, Joy White, were charged with violating the federal... Hazardous, that's a lot of big words, Hazardous Substances Act for shipping restricted chemicals across state lines. The charges stemmed from 2003 raid on nuclear business office where chemical record sales records were examined. United Nuclear pleaded guilty to three of the criminal counts. Um, aiding and abetting, instruction, da, 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 banned hazardous substance in 2007. Okay, but it doesn't say anything about him at all. It just says that they were charged and they stemmed. But if they're charged in 2006 and the hazard substance was banned in 2007, why were they charged a year before that? 
if it wasn't banned before. True. Well, I'm assuming that he was charged because he probably stole it. But that was in 2017. That was 10 years after. Because in 2017 is when they found that. And they used they used the company he was working for selling to see the fuck was that? They used the company. Sorry, there was a <laughs> demon. Uh, I don't know what that was. I think someone fell down the stairs or something. Um, in twenty seventeen, they raided him because they were trying to bring him into a murder investigation to determine whether his company sold Thallium. But there's no information on the murder investigation. Maybe that was just a way to get him. You know what I mean? Like, well, and it says Lazar is not listed as a suspect in the investigation. An investigation so then why did what, they... Though? Murder. Who did he murder? Did he sell someone to it who got murdered? That's what that's what I'm saying is that they raid the FBI and the local police raided. Uh, let's see. Records obtained through the Freedom of Information request show that the raid was part of a murder investigation to determine whether his company sold thallium to a murder suspect in Michigan. So oh. they brought the whole FBI and police department to check if a company sold something to someone. It was his company. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. But they brought the whole FBI and local police to ask if they sold something to someone. Well, I mean, that's... I guess, yeah, that's... I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. But it also kind of makes sense. In Michigan. Everyone dies in Michigan. That's why no one lives there. Bro, I know mad people that live in Michigan, actually. (laughs) Well, not for long. Uh, I just want to point out, this is completely off topic, I'm looking at a YouTube thumbnail, and it's someone with a straitjacket sitting in a cell, or a cell, one of those those padded rooms, on a metal bed, and it says, I got too silly. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Uh, and it's the queen. I don't know. The queen, and it says, rest up gang in a clutch and she's in the gulag <laughs> Jesus um, I don't know Bob Lazar I would definitely check out if any of you haven't seen that yet I would check out his interview with Joe Rogan it's I think it's like it's really long interview um, let me see I don't know how to type uh, yeah so the Joe Rogan experience. Let's see. Is it going to play it? I don't want it to play it. It's going to be all out. It's two hours long. Oh, oh, Jesus. Is it like high up um, there in the number? What is the number for it? Oh, uh, it's Joe Rogan experience number 1315. Bob Lazar and Jeremy Corbell. Okay. So they go over his first day on the job, first observation of all the stuff. The I mean, they go over everything. Um, but I want to, let's see, I want to kind of pull up the comments here just because a lot of the comments are, 
So this person three years ago said he had me, a, I put a jet engine in my Honda. Now, mind you, Bob Lazar was the first, I think he was the first person to put a jet engine in a vehicle, but I don't know for sure. I think he invented it, but I don't 100% know that. Um, but I believe he learned how to do that. He was saying he learned how to do that for, uh, or from the alien technology, but I don't know for sure. Um, let's see. I mean, they have jet, like jet engines in cars to make them go really fast, but they're not like an everyday road car. It's like, it's meant to be the fastest car in the world. Right. So I want to read this one too. So I remember when Bob Lazar got into the news. A few video interviews he did back then. Always was fascinated. Never debunked him out of many. Thank you for bringing him out and having Joe Rogan have him on the show so that today's generation can decide for themselves. Once you get to see a UFO, you begin to get curious. As a kid, I definitely saw it. Wasn't alone. Still unexplained. I saw one again some 11 years ago. Definitely interesting matter. But why would, like, this man is basically off the planet. Like, they basically completely wiped him. The only thing, they never said he was dead. They never, like, announced that he was dead or anything like that. So, technically, he's still a living human, but he has no social security number. He has no birth certificate. He has nothing. That's weird. Like, is he, like, yeah. seen recently, or is he just gone? Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, Um, but I don't know, like, recently, recently. Interesting. Recently, check him out on Instagram. His Instagram is United Nuclear Bob. Um, anyways, yeah, really I don't know. Man? Nuclear yeah. Bob. Yeah, United. Well, because he worked in the United Nuclear Plant. Well, yeah, but that's crazy. So he also made like a documentary in 2018. Um, it's called Bob Lazar, Area 51, and Flying Saucers. Definitely check that out too. Uh, but he broke the story on Area 51, uh, blew the whistle, and everyone kind of went quiet about it. And then that's kind of what brought on the. The whole, you, you know, the government releasing all that shit, so. I don't know. And he's a pretty goofy looking dude, too. He kind of looks like uh, Stephen King. Interesting. I never noticed that until right now, but he does look like Stephen King. Huh. I think Stephen King's an alien, too. <laughs> Alright, anyway. So, before we... <laughs> before we... End this podcast here shortly. Uh, thoughts on Modern Warfare 2? Have you seen any of it? Have you looked into it at all? You plan on getting I've it? looked at it a little bit. Uh, um, I don't know if I plan on getting it. Probably not. Right now, it looks kind of bugged, but I, I like some of the some of the aspects that they added. I feel like it's literally the original Modern Warfare from like 2019. Um, but uh, yeah, like you said, with a couple of extra features. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably not something I'm really interested in right now. 
I would honestly, I would buy it if I hadn't bought Vanguard and played it once. Never bought Vanguard. Good, you saved your money. I didn't. <laughs> I was convinced. I literally played it like twice. Didn't play it again. Yeah, no, I never, never even played it. Never gave it a chance. I bought Cold War and was like, yeah, that's that sucks. I mean, I played Cold War Zombies for a while. I got tired of it. Yeah, we used, we used to play it a bit, but it just got repetitive. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely feel like extraterrestrial life is out there. Um, I feel like space is such a broad topic to zone in on one thing, so we kind of went off on a tangent there, but hope you all enjoyed listening, definitely. Um, you know, I, I think we're set to wrap things up here. Yeah. Once again, I am Hunter. This is Higher Being. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we highly recommend that you join our Patreon. Where that's where most of our main exclusive content lies, and main way you can support, a, support us in our podcast other, other than like offering you know our podcast to a friend or something like that but our patreon will be linked in the show notes and thank you all for listening